out there. This is Kim back again with Crowned in His Glory. So glad that you are able to join me today in this conversation. You know, I look so forward to these conversations that we have. I wish that I could see each and every one of your face and have your interaction back with me face-to-face live. But um, I am so thankful for all of you that have actually uh, messaged me or given me um, an email, told me what um, these conversations are doing. I'm so thankful to hear what the Holy Spirit is revealing and how He is working in your life. It gives me great encouragement and to keep going in these conversations with you. Um, you know, um, I just really felt today that one of the things that I want to um, just put out there and remind you, if you're listening, if you're popping on, you know, um, maybe you're grabbing your cup of coffee to listen for a few minutes, or you're grabbing your your hot tea or even a glass of lemonade. Uh, maybe you're sitting at your desk and all of a sudden you've tuned in to this conversation today. Maybe you're even doing laundry and and fixing a vacuum the floor, got your head headbuds in and listening away. Well, I'm so glad that you're in this conversation with me. I just am so thankful for all of the feedback that everyone has um, given to me. Um, it's just so awesome what conversations we are having and what the Holy Spirit is doing and His work within us and how He is enlightening us and and revealing truth to us. You know, that's what it's all about. Um, these conversations are just a spark, um, just something that would have you just say, okay, Holy Spirit, I need to have a conversation with you about this. You know, help me, reveal to me, you know, um, we always taught the kids and, and even when we pastored all those years, one of the things that, you know, we really try to um, always talk about was, you know, the Holy Spirit is the teacher. He is the revealer of truth. And so when we go sit down with the word of God, we can simply just say, Holy Spirit, let's go read the word today. What do you have to show me? What do you have to reveal? What truth do I need to see in the word of God today? And you know, when that happens and we have that expectation and we're declaring out of our mouth those words, we're, we're giving action, we're giving voice, we're giving faith to those, those words, then all of a sudden, what happens? All the pages of the book the Bible, the holy book become illuminated and become life. And we see things the way we never saw them. And we, we have revelation and that revelation is what helps make us free. Amen. Whom the son has set free is free indeed. And that is us ladies. We are free. We are free women. We are women that know who they are in Christ Jesus. They know that they were fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Their souls, that means their mind, their will, their emotion, know it quite well. Amen. And we know that he formed us 
before we were ever even in our mother's womb. So there is no way that a lie that tells us any different can take root. And if one of those lies have been in our hearts, all we have to simply say is that is not truth any longer. And I pull that weed of that lie out of my life and say, no, no, I, just like I would say, I, Kimberly, am fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know what, Kimberly, your soul knows it quite well. And you know what, ladies, there have been times and still are times in my life that when I am sitting putting my makeup on or I'm doing my hair, that I look in the mirror and I declare just that with my name in it. Because, you know, you are the most important prophet in your life. It's true. It's true. And, you know, um, we have been in our season of conversation about the fruit of the Spirit and about the orchard that was placed inside of us, seeds, oh, to great big whopper trees, you know, in in the yard in front of um, where we are living here on the ranch, there is this huge tree. And that tree, I mean, I don't know how I could probably go out there sometime. I probably should. And then I'll tell y'all how big around the trunk of that tree is. But it's a tree that you know has been there for a long time. And you know what? That tree started out with a small seed, (laughs) but it is a huge tree now. So as we grow and as we mature and as the word of God is illuminated in our life, and as we see things, we we grow. But you know that tree out there that's in front of the house? You know, if if you don't take care of the dead branches that may um, get, you know, beat up, um, they may have just, they're, they're not producing fruit anymore. Maybe they got, you know, a little damage on the end of them. If you don't take um, and prune those those branches, then that can affect that tree when there's high winds or heavy rain or ice or snow. Um, so we can't look at God taking um, time in our orchard to prune us as a negative. And I just want to encourage you today that God is taking us, every single one of us go through times of him helping us look at things and saying, hmm, that's not producing fruit. Hmm, that that needs to be pruned off. Hmm, that branch needs to be taken away. Um, that That is just really, that, that, that branch is really damaged and let's just take it back and, 
And you know, when you take that branch, all of those instances, if you take them and you work a pruning of that tree, what does it do? It cuts off the dead. It cuts off the damage. And then it allows nourishment back to the healthy part of the tree. So then the tree can then move forward in its growth. It can have healthy branches that just start budding out. All of a sudden you see new growth and you see, you know, um, fruit that maybe wasn't quite as nourished as it could have been. Now all of a sudden it's like booming because it's great nourished fruit. So in our lives, when we allow the Holy Spirit to help us in our fruit of the spirit orchard, as I've been calling it, think about those things, you know, because there's different parts of tending to that orchard. If you've ever had an orchard, or if you've ever been around a crop of, of growing, you know, a garden, um, for instance, but we've been talking and referring to this as an orchard. And, and so when, when you're around um, an orchard, there is, there's a couple things that happen. Not only is there times of pruning, but there's times of um, great um, fertilization. I mean, like infusions in the root system. There is, um, there's weeds that are um, pulled out uh, around, you know, the, the root system. There is, um, there's normally sprays that are put um, or natural, um, you know, um, killers that would kill insects or bugs or things that would try to kill the tree. So there's different processes that we have to look at in our life and not look at them as um, negatives, but look at them as a time and a season that great fruit is coming out of this time. And you know, sometimes we look and we say, Oh, gosh, okay, the pruners are out again. Can we just get on with this? Well, you know, God knows what he's doing and where he's taken us and the journey that each and every one of us are on. You know, he also um, has great times in our orchard that great watering must take place. So when we allow the word of God, the watering, the washing of the water, washing the word of God, you know, um, and you may be going, what is that? What are you talking about? Well, scripture says that, you know, that the washing of the water of the word, whenever that happens, Whenever that takes place, it's like the word of God, you know, it's like stepping out under a sprinkler system and and allowing the water just to refresh us, to, you know, uh, nourish us, give us, give us healthy um, roots and and wash us, get all the dust and the, the, the just, you know, the pollens off, you know, all those different things. I'm, I'm trying to put this in what would be connected to a, a orchard, but you, you get what I'm saying, ladies, right? Amen. So we just have to allow the word of God to help us 
to um, refresh us and to cleanse us. You know, um, when we do that, it puts us in so much. I mean, have you ever been thirsty? I mean, like really thirsty or, you know, you've had a plant and all of a sudden you see it drooping and it's like, oh, I forgot to water that. I got to water it. Got to water it. Well, um, same way with us, with the word of God. That's why it's important that we don't just take the word of God and look at a daily devotion or look at a daily reading plan and just check off the box. No, we should be meditating on the word of God, which means that we allow that word to to come in and water us, to come in and and, and nurture us, to come in and refresh us, to come in and wash us. Hello, you know, hello. <laughs> and so, um, so when, you know, we are to read um, the word every day and we are to, you know, great reading plans. We, we love reading plans, um, but we're not just to do that as a everyday chore or an everyday, well, I just have to do that because you have to make sure that we're not um, healthy disciplines or not necessarily um, things that we should put as a ritual or a just, um, I got to just do this. I got to just do this. No, we, we approach it differently in our hearts. And when we take the word of God in a daily discipline and we allow the word of God to illuminate us, you know, life comes off of the pages and, you know, maybe, maybe your daily reading needs to be broken up. Now I've done this different seasons in my life and, and sometimes I have to, um, just by the leading of the Holy Spirit, he knows exactly what we need when we need it. And so sometimes I'll take daily reading and I'll take a little bit of it in the morning when I'm, when I can. And, and then I'll just say, okay, Holy Spirit, speak to me about that. Show me. What, it, what what are you saying? Show me something new when it comes to what I just am reading today. I may see have seen this scripture many, many times, but today I want to see it in a new light. Show me and allow the Holy Spirit then to talk to you over the next several hours. And, you know, just what I like to say is, you know, um, just meditate, say, okay, you know, and you may be going, well, what are you talking about? Okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to read something here and um, this scripture, and then I'm going to give you an example of what I'll do. Okay, so let's say today is my, my scripture reading is Galatians 5. Um, but I'm just for time's sake right now, I'm just going to look at starting at verse 22. Okay, and I'm going to read this. And then I'm going to tell you kind of how I do it. So um, I'm going all the way down to the end of the chapter, but I want to, um, I'll just do it how, how I do it. Um, sorry, <laughs> I was going to read it all and then break it back, but I'm just going to do it like uh, I'll do it um, on a daily basis. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love and all its uh, varied expressions. Joy that overflows, 
peace that sustains, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails. Okay, so that's the first part of that. And and so I would actually go back and I'd say, okay, Lord, I just I just read this. It's part of my daily reading. Show me, illuminate to me the words that I just read and and just talk with me about it. And so let's just say a little bit later, I'm just kind of meditating. I'm saying, okay, Lord, you said the fruit is produced by the Holy Spirit within me. Divine love, hmm, that divine love. Holy Spirit, divine love. Speak to me about divine love. And and that scripture said that that divine love would have all its varied expressions. That means that divine love has more than one expression. So show me, Lord. Show me what that looks like. Show me. And he will. So through, uh, throughout the day, you know, you, you do that. So then you have, let's say you take a lunch break and you pick back up where you left off in your Bible reading. A life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Wow, Lord, that's that's big. Okay, limitless. Never let the the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Reveal to me, Lord, about that. And Lord, I'm going to keep reading here, and I'm going to thank you that you're you're showing me. Um, just what this Bible reading is for my life. Keep in mind that we who belong to Christ Jesus have already experienced crucifixion for everything connected with our self-life will put was put to death on the cross and crucified with Messiah. Okay, Lord, <laughs> that's big. Help me. Crucified with Messiah, everything. You said everything connected with our self-life. That means everything connected with me is connected to the cross and the crucified Messiah, Jesus himself. If the spirit is the source of our lives, we must also allow the spirit to direct every aspect of our lives. Holy Spirit, I want you to um, direct every aspect of my life. I'm thanking you that this afternoon, as I go about doing what I need to do, I thank you that you are revealing to me. I, I want to meditate on these words. I want these words to bring life and health to me, wisdom to me. And this last verse, Lord, I'm going to just, I'm going to read this and I'm just going to ask you just to, to put just all of this together, take this chapter, take these verses and put them together and show me. 
And here's verse 26. So many, I'm sorry, so may we never be arrogant or look down on another. For each of us is an original. We must forsake all jealousy that diminishes the value of others. Okay, Lord, give me a new revelation of not looking down on someone else. Help me walk in your in your spirit. Help me walk with your eyes. Help me see people the way that you see people and help me know who I am so that I don't have to walk in jealousy. See, so I take that that's that's kind of an example of what I would do in taking my daily reading and exercising it in um, a more practical way. Now, I don't do that every day, but I do those as the Lord leads me. And especially if I am facing um, scriptures in the word of God that I have read many times before, and I feel like I know them. Okay, because when when we approach the word of God with fresh newness of heart, he will show us things that he's never shown us. And so um, we're still talking about our garden. And I know that our time today, we've we've kind of our conversation has gone a little bit um, different, but we still are going to talk about one of the trees and. I'll just have to wrap it up in a in a shorter version um, here as we just touch it here at this this part. But we're talking about the truth today, um, the tree of self control. And so, what is self control? Self control is not just um, you know keeping yourself you know willpower, 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 because we can't walk in self-control in our own will. It doesn't happen. You may try, but as sure as you try and something happens, boom, you will feel defeated. So we have to walk in this particular fruit (laughs) tree. (laughs) We have to walk particularly in a complete dependency, all the others we do as well, but this particular one, it is not in ourself, you know, uh, and really none of them are in ourself, but self-control, what is it? And this is a couple of different definitions, um, self-control, um, Modern translations, a term for several Greek words indicating um, sober, temperate, calm. It It's talking about wisely keeping yourself in a place of passion and desires, keeping those within a healthy framework. Let's see, another example would be um, traits of um, controlling one's own own desires. Um, Let's see, um, not given to um, extremes. 
um, not given to behavior that is one way one day and another way another day or it talks um, here about one's desires. It's it means focusing of your desires. It means bringing every thought back into the obedience of Christ. It means um, looking at things and saying, "How does God see this situation?" and staying focused on that. (laughs) Help us all, Jesus. Amen. Help us, help us, help us, help us. Now, um, when when we walk in self-control, there's a lot of respect that is there. There's a lot of honor that is there. And when we... um, when we look at ourselves and we honor what the Word of God has done, when we honor the Holy Spirit in our life and we give Him free reign of um, control, then that means we walk in self-control. I hope this is helping somebody um, because it's not just will. Uh, you know, and it's it's good that we would want to or we would will to walk in a place of being controlled. But I'm talking about the fruit of this spirit um, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. That means that we can in Christ walk in freedom and liberty and restraint. (laughs) Hallelujah. And maybe you are struggling in an area. And that area you say, I just don't feel like I have any self-control. None. I just can't. I just, I do it. And I find myself doing it. And I find myself a few days later doing it and I find myself a few days later doing it and I find myself a few days later doing it. How do I change? And because you're, you're doing everything in your own power, your willpower to try to stop it, to try to not do it, but you just find yourself doing it. Well, let me tell you, if you ask the Holy Spirit to help you tap into self-control, the fruit of the Spirit that was placed inside of you when you came back to your original intent, the way God designed you, when you came back to that original intent, when you were born again, that means that that self-control, the self-control that you need and desire in that instance can be yours simply by acknowledging this was given to me and I can do it. Because see what the enemy wants to do, ladies, is he wants to get us into a pattern to where we we will to do something and then we realize no, we don't have willpower in that area. And then all of a sudden, 
he comes in like a hammer and he starts chunk, 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 beating us up. And see, you thought you could control that. You can't. Well, let me tell you, that is a lie straight from the pit of hell because every single one of us ladies at new birth, we were given self-control. And that self-control is straight from the very presence of God. See, self-control, godly self-control, the fruit of the Spirit self-control cannot be, it, it, it can't be separated from the presence of God. So how do we live in self-control? We live in the presence of God. <laughs> we live in the presence of God. And we live in agape, and we stay positioned in the peace, the very shalom and wholeness that we received at our new birth. See, when we receive the fruit of the Spirit, and when we, when we were born again, when we were born again, we went straight back to the original intent of God that we were created in the garden before sin ever occurred. And sometimes that's hard for our natural minds to wrap around. But I'm telling you today, ladies, I want you to listen to your spirit, the Holy Spirit today. When you listen to him, he will lead and guide you into all truth, which means the truth of what I'm saying to you today can be yours. <laughs> And it doesn't matter what um, that self-control needs to be in. Maybe, you know, it's um, it, it's a co-worker. Maybe it's um, a family member. Maybe it's maybe it's um, you, your willpower is made you, huh, hello, um, be in a position of um unhealthy eating. And I'm telling you that could be both ways. That means you eat, eat, eat what's not good for you. Or it could also mean that you are starving your body of good nutrition. And let me tell you, those things are real. But how do you overcome them? See, we're talking about the fruit of the spirit that our orchard that is in our life that can help us, <laughs> help us live free, help us live in victory, help us live established in the kingdom, because it's a kingdom garden. It's a kingdom orchard. And so um, I hope this is making sense. And I hope this is helping somebody out there today, because I really feel like you, you, I know that I'm talking to somebody that you feel like you have done everything in your power to use um, willpower to control a situation. And that situation, your willpower is not even touching it. And you are living in a cycle of defeat. I want to help you today by the help of the Holy Spirit Allow him right now. Holy Spirit, we ask you, we draw upon you right now. Help, help us 
to not live in a place of willpower, but help us live in a place of our God-given fruit of the Spirit self-control. And allow that self-control to affect every area of our life, including everything that pertains to ourself. Because, Father, we want to live in a place that you are the ultimate orchestrator, the ultimate conductor, the ultimate one in control in our lives. And help us, help us when we see things that look so out of control, help us draw upon the spirit that is within us and the fruit of the spirit that is developing in us. Help us, help us see our orchard and begin to live in a place that it's fully matured. It's fully um, got much, much fruit bearing. It's a, it's a much, it's a fruitful orchard. Oh, a fruitful orchard. And Father, help us. Because as we talked about that orchard and when an orchard is there, that there's cross-pollination. And Father, help us when we look at self-control, we look at the very agape love of Christ. How you love us and how we are to love others through that agape love. Help us see both parts. Help us experience the fullness. And you know, ladies, um, he's going to help us. Amen. He's going to help us. Amen. Well, you know, our time is like way over and I don't like to make these this long, um, but I've just really enjoyed this conversation and I am thankful that the Holy Spirit led us in this direction today and just know that when it looks like in the natural, you have no self-control, you can simply open your mouth <laughs> like I do <laughs> and say, thank you, Holy Spirit. I draw upon the self-control that was placed inside of me. I'm drawing it out of my orchard right now. <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. You help me and allow then him to work. And you know, sometimes that may take a step back of a situation and simply take a deep breath and say, I know you love me, Father. And then go into what I just said. Because he does love you. And he wants to um, allow us to see us to, um, he, wa- he wants to see us fully maturing in our orchard. And so, um, praise the Lord. I hope you have enjoyed this conversation with me today. And until next time, know that your orchard is getting stronger and stronger and fuller and healthier every single day. Day.